Hi folks, this is Adrian A. Wallace and you have reached me in the life room. Thank you for joining. Today, I'd like to talk about a subject that can be a bit difficult to broach, um, but it's something that we've all become a bit familiar with um, in I would say the recent two years. And the word um, that will be familiar to many of you is narcissist or narcissism. The political climate in the United States um, and the political um, powers in states and in federal government in particular have allowed us to really take a solid look at what narcissism is and what the traits of narcissists are. Unfortunately, many of us are not too unfamiliar with narcissism, primarily because in either our family, personal lives, or our work lives, we've been subject to narcissists time and time again. Many people will talk about ego and the idea of someone being selfish, someone wanting attention for themselves predominantly, um, someone looking to be the center of attention or treating others poorly um, and gaining attention actually by virtue of that. They will talk about people who are pathological liars. They'll also talk about people who manipulate and tend to have drama and stories around why it is they behave the way it is that they behave. You'll hear other people describe someone who is a narcissist as delusional. They'll describe them as a bully. And you'll often hear another term that unfortunately has been um, popularized by the instance of narcissists and narcissism, and that term is gaslighting. A narcissist will try to make the people who are subject to his or her behavior and personality think that they are wrong for calling out issues, that they are crazy. When they're confronted with things that are negative that have happened, they will deny that they happened or that they have any part in them occurring. And these are people who sometimes we find are our bosses. Other times we find that these people with narcissism and narcissistic personalities are people that effectively just have an inflated sense of their own importance. They have a need for admiration from others, but they have a lack of empathy towards others. There's a mask of ultra confidence that they're confident in their being, no matter what their being is. Um, but really, underneath it all lies a very, very fragile self-esteem. Um, and they tend to be vulnerable to the slightest amount of criticism, whether that criticism is constructive or the criticism is not constructive. It is definitively a personality disorder. Um, and narcissism is chronic. It lasts for a long time. 
These are things that we see manifested early on in people's lives. It just doesn't appear out of nowhere. It existed either in school or in their very, very early um, teen years. And definitely, um, if someone is going to be a narcissist, it's clear by the time that person is a college age person um, that they are indeed that. They just have a grandiose self of importance and they do things without regard, compassion, or empathy. Um, so, you know, again, you'll see more people in that adult stage between the ages of, I would say, 19 to 40, um, put forth full throttle their narcissistic behaviors. Um, there are more people in this age group that emphasize that than anything else. I often wonder if it has anything to do with our digital age, the fact that many people in that age group tend to be digital natives. Um, but the truth of the matter is, is that there is an equitable amount of 41 and over people who are definitively um, narcissistic and have this personality disorder. Um, is it possible to have some traits of narcissism without possibly being diagnosed clinically anyway as a full-blown narcissist? I'm sure that there are. Um, but this disorder is related to other similar conditions. And some of those similar conditions are things like bipolar disorder. Um, and many of these have a greater um, issue that is an underlying or a a feed issue, and that feed issue is, is that these same people are subject to substance abuse, be it alcohol or marijuana or some other drug. Um, they're definitively subject to that. They tend to be more engaged with marijuana or alcohol because those are more easily acquired um, substances uh, that they utilize and they abuse. So one of the most striking features is a lack of empathy in this disorder. There's no consideration of anyone else, whether it is in the workspace, the notion of team doesn't exist. That narcissist is focused on him or herself. In a family situation, that person, no matter what their role is, whether it's father, mother, sister, daughter, no matter what their biological appointment is, that person is very, very much centered on self. Um, so, you know, right now we're looking at the 45th president in the United States, and he is textbook of the disorder. Um, and he's, it's so classic what is written about a narcissist and the behaviors that are exhibited by this 45th president. Um, the challenge we have is that this particular personality therefore has a health disorder. And it is a health disorder that we as a country after the fact, after his election, need to look at seriously, understand that we are not being entertained. There's a country to be run. There's a superpower to be upheld across the world. And is this the appropriate person to lead? We find ourselves having to do that in our relationships. 
Is this the person that I should be involved with? Is the person that I should be married to? Is this the right person to lead the family, to stand as father, to stand as mother in this family? Families have to make those decisions as well. And in work life, people are appointed or assume certain roles. And we come to find out that they are clearly narcissists and that being narcissistic, that they create disruption in the business. They are self-absorbed, self-obsessed, self-admiring, effectively so conceited and self-centered that the business and people who run the business tend to be disrupted. And things can veer off course if you are not familiar as a person subject to this person, if you are not familiar with what is going on and how to react to it. One of the best ways to react to it sometimes is to do nothing, to let the person go off on their episode or their rant. And then once things calm down, then you can make a statement. Understand these people are dealing with a very, very fragile self-esteem. And because they're dealing with a fragile self-esteem, there's nothing you can do or say that's going to change where it is that they're laser-like focused on. So in truth, the best thing you can do is to protect yourself um, from that narcissist and um, from their disorder. And basically, you do that by making sure that you do not subscribe to with that person the things that they have a tendency to subscribe to. Um, They'll always make the conversation about themselves. So, you know, if you start talking about cancer, for instance, um, next thing you know, they'll be talking about cancer um, and how it has impacted them. Now, There's a sense of self-entitlement. There's a sense of victimization with a lot of narcissists. They'll tell you stories, sometimes repeating the same story over and over again. Many times the story will be about an instance of exploit or heroism, and oftentimes they're situating themselves as a victim. More than anything else, they're an emotional victim, and sometimes you have to be really careful because there's this tendency to lie as well, Sometimes those stories are not true. Narcissists, they like nice things. Uh, They like nice things and there's nothing wrong with liking nice things, but they're materialistic and they have a tendency to want to acquire material things through their own means or through the means of others. Um, And it's important to them predominantly because they want to project an image that is not really the image of who they are. So, um, you know, they'll tell you that they have this, this, and that, and the other thing. They won't necessarily let you know that it's been gifted to them or how good a deal they got on it, but they will make sure that anything that would make them seem materially or otherwise to appear superior to others or better off than others are the things that they accent. Um, They're also not particularly more attractive than anybody else physically. Um, appearance is important to them, but they tend to not physically be someone that you would bat an eye at, 
um, if you saw them on the street, if not for a particular name or a particular title or a particular role. So no one makes a point about their appearance more than a narcissist because they tend to be insecure. So they always have something about them that you will notice that's quite odd or quite beautiful as far as their appearance goes. And when you sit and you think about the narcissist that you may know, I am sure that you can earmark one, two, or three different things about them just physically that stands out. Um, whether it's their hair, good, bad, or indifferent, whether it's their clothes.